Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together. Well, we're back with another episode. Guys, thank you again for being here and joining in the studio as I said last week, we're going to pick up with a question. We didn't even get to the question. That seems to be the ebb and flow of the podcast. Have y'all have y'all noticed that? I have. Yeah. It's just one big introduction is what it is. <laughs> but do you think it's a problem? No. No. It's not I, for us. No. <laughs> we're, we're having a good time now. The listeners, I don't know if they are or not. I mean, we've, we've, we've had a good time. Listen, Brother Derek, is, again, he's absent. Bless, bless his heart. He's just—I think he's just changing diapers. You know. Mm, I bet that's what he's doing as we speak. You think so? I think so. Well, um, I'll be putting new razors on that Venus razor <laughs> that they got, Ray Lynn. I don't snapping them on there. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Listen, there ain't comes. nothing like razor burn on a baby. You <laughs> just—you can't do that. I don't, don't even know what you put on that to fix. I guess baby powder, like everything yeah. else. No, that know. diaper. What, what is that cream? Boudreaux's, Boudreaux's butt, butt paste. <laughs> Boudreaux's butt paste. It's the best. We like it make works. our own homemade butt paste. It's really? weird. Yeah, like every now and then, you know, like kids get sick or whatever. And Lena will just send me like four things to go get and she like mixes it up. It's and an old family recipe. There might be some like sorcery going on. But all I oh. know is that like it works. Mm. When, when you slap it on there in that next diaper, it's like, that bud don't even look like the same bud. I mean, well, it's I hope there's no of. sorcery. As a matter of fact, uh-huh. you know, that was one of our questions. We I don't know if we'll answer it today or not, but that was one of our questions from uh, a while back. I don't even know if we answered it, but I like our witch is real. Mm. And then I think it, uh, what was the question? Do y'all remember yeah. it from Exodus 22? It was, uh, you, shall, you, you must put a sorceress to death. And the okay. question was, so does this mean witches are real? Well, what, what, there you, yes, 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 that's the answer. There you go. Well, y'all did good. That was like the global warming. Well, that was the Caleb's corner within the larger context of the podcast. I think Caleb is trying to train us to answer questions more quickly. Think of how many questions we could answer if we actually only did take a minute. Or yes or no. no. When we do Caleb's corner next time, uh, can we bring like a buzzer or something? A cattle prod. <laughs> a, ta- a, a stun gun. I got my wife a stun gun for her birthday one time. Let's do a taser. Okay. So, like, David, if you exceed the time limit, I'm going to tase you. That, that would be awesome. I really think <laughs> Have you might... ever been tased? Have no. y'all ever been tased? No, but one time no, I took a class. Purpose. So I was working security, and you could go take this class, and it's an unarmed class versus an armed class. And the armed class was happening right after the unarmed class. So they were like, basically, you could take this class, but you had to have the certificate that you took the class to get a taser or to get a stun gun. Well, I was not interested in getting either one, but I knew that before they gave a certificate out, you had to be tased or be stunned (laughs) before they give the certificate. So I'm like, dude, I am hanging out and watching this. (laughs) And it was crazy. Like, people were just dropping like flies, like big dudes, small dudes. And I remember he would he would start them out on the ground, and then he'd just shoot them with that gun, and they'd just sit there and shake. And this one little girl got up, and she goes, I'm ready. And she stands up, and he's like, sweetheart, are you going to lay down? And she was like, mm-mm. 
and he got her, <laughs> and she stood there for about four seconds, and then she just fell like a rock. Crumbled like a cookie. So I saw that, and I thought, you know what? There's got to be some worse things than getting shot, and being tased might be one of them. Brother <laughs> Caleb, why, let's do that for staff meeting one time. Okay. Why, don't, why don't we get a taser? Like, it, it was just a few weeks ago when we put the candle in people's in, in ears. That was and, great. Yeah, that... What was weird about that, though, Marshall, our uh, IT uh, and communications director, he was fascinated by what came out of our ears. Yeah. (laughs) So it was, yeah, yeah. Whatever you do, you know, let's, but why why don't we get a taser? We can do it. I think it'd be fun. Why don't we do it for Synergy Summer Camp? We'll need to pick up diapers for sure. Because like. It, it People urinating muscles just all, oh yeah, you're urinating all over. Yeah. Yourself. So, brother David, we we do synergy summer camp in the uh, summertime, and hey, maybe this might this is a great time for a commercial for that, but because uh, registration for that will start soon as well. But we do synergy summer camp. It's we we don't do vacation Bible school, and I know that sounds so unbaptistic, okay? But really, what we do is vacation Bible school. 12 hours a day. Every day. Five days a week for nine weeks of the summer. And uh, every Thursday we have Throwdown, Showdown Thursday. So uh, we do, we have contests between uh, boys versus girls. That's students, sometimes it's staff. But I think one of the things is is who can last the longest. Standing up, being tased. Yes. Can we do it? We. I think it would be can. great. So... Sign up for Synergy Summer Camp, okay? And you can go to uh, our website at gbcspringfield.org, and you can get information about that. But you don't, if you're in the Springfield, Robertson County area, you need to be a part of that because that, that's going to be incredible. It's I, I've program. got my money on our senior adults. Being tased, they're tough. Bro, Bob ain't going to go down. They're it? tough. What about Brother Bob, <laughs> our senior adult? If you live through the Depression and World War II, and the Korean War and Vietnam. If you lived through all that stuff, you're not going down. Well, Brother Bob taser. actually lived through the flood. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he annoyed, you know, after they graduated high school, uh, he helped him work on the boat. I mean, so yeah. I know he didn't make it. He was in, in charge of pitch. Subcontractor. He, he didn't subcontractor. He was a subcontractor who, you know, who was not mentioned in the Bible, but came over with Noah. But, yeah. So, yeah, I think it'd be great. We will not tase your kids. No, no, no. Just the staff. Not unless they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> we, will not, we will not tase kids, I promise. Thank you, Brother Michael, yes. for clearing that up. You know. But we do have a great time on Thursdays, man. We we like ride all kind of stuff in the church. I mean it's just it's it's fun. The kids love it. Yeah, and the do. parents do too. What a great ministry for our parents. Uh, because I don't know if y'all know this or not, but like parents work in the summer when school's out. And they need a place for their kids to go. Mm-hmm. And what better place to come to church, learn about Jesus, and have a great time doing it? Well, that was a that was a plug. Mm. It's twelve even... hours a day, which is crazy to think about. Is it actually? T- well, yeah, no, we, yeah, we moved no, it. It, is, it was 10. from six to six, but then we moved from seven to five. Yeah, so I think it's seven thirty to five. But it, either way, it's it it's all day. Going to it's work. all day long. And, coming home so it's it's a great ministry so uh again go to our website if you want some more information about that um guys we've got a question that we didn't get to last time so i let's take a break and then get that break out of the way we'll probably do a commercial about gba or something or hey we may do a commercial about synergy i don't know 
Um, but when we come back, I want to answer a question from the book of Leviticus. Mm. What an incredible book, man. That thing will fire you up. It's about like genealogies in the minds of our people. You Leviticus. Know? Mm -hmm. is, that, is that old or new? <laughs> and there is a great quality. New Orleans <laughs> Baptist Theological <laughs> Seminary Education right there. Master of Divinity right there. Mm. I had a professor mm. talking about genealogies that would start at the class and say, avoid the lists. Avoid, avoid the lists. <laughs> the He's list, just joking. But the, the lists are great. The lists are great. From, uh, I mean, oh, brother, why aren't they all, do not <laughs> seek the treasure. <laughs> that's like my favorite movie, by the way. Love that movie. Oh, that's a great so one. Bro, Steve, what's your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie. Rapid Fire. Real quick. Movie. Rapid Fire Before. Round 2. Mikey's Minute. Favorite oh, movie. Go. Do you want me to start? Okay, Caleb. Yeah, I love Tombstone. Ooh, Tombstone. that is so good. Tombstone. Caleb, Tombstone. favorite movie. Titanic. Because it's the greatest movie of all time. That's so stupid. Bro, David. I've never seen Titanic. Good. It's a waste it's of time. It's the greatest hours. movie of all time. <laughs> I don't Do you watch, ever get it? I don't watch it. On the bonus. <laughs> I'm the king of the world. No, but I, if you would like to help me do that, after the podcast, we can go outside. <laughs> oh, my god, Never mind. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, Brother David, favorite movie. I don't I watch like candy. You don't shave your own. I watch movies. Uh, Medea goes to jail. I should. <laughs> what is your favorite movie, Brother Mike? Uh, oh, brother, probably Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I love Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou. I've never but, seen I mean, that either. Oh, I can quote lots of Disney movies right now. Like, my yeah. kids, like, I find myself singing stuff, and Finding I'm like, Nemo. why am I saying this right now? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I love movies I, I mean we're we're tv people yeah mm. so we watch tv we watch movies i i hate right now that through the pandemic like movie theaters been shut down because my winter time activity, activity yeah is, is going to movies wow yes. i didn't know that my hey. winter time activity because like it you know once the weather breaks you can forget it i'm gonna be outside uh i love to fish i love to play golf uh, I mean, just anything outside. I love to work. I love to mow grass. So when it's hot outside, and I want 100 degrees, 100% humidity. Oh. That's my thing. But in the fall, you know, I'm going to hunt. So anytime that the weather works outside, then I'm going to be outside for as long as I can. But in the winter, it's movie time. I, I like to go to the movies. I get the uh, the the deal, and it's going to be a lot of get the time. red hots. Or do you, you get the, know or do you get the popcorn? Which is I get the popcorn, but but here, hey, here's here's a question. This is a bad question for the pastors. You yes, the I think no, the, the, is, is it wrong? Is it wrong to sneak in movie candy? Yes, it I do. Is. No, it's I do. Unethical. You go to Walmart and get them ninety nine no, cent box. So do you take the shampoos and the conditioners from the no, hotel? No, I don't. But I noticed that you. That's why he stays at our church apartment. You know, it doesn't have any shampoo or conditioner. You got to bring your own. <laughs> Y'all know, know that toilet paper is such a precious commodity. Every time we go over there, Brother David's like in the back of his car, it's in the back of his truck, it's loaded up with our toilet paper. So, yeah, we know what you do at the hotel. Listen, I'm just trying to get a TV antenna, so don't worry about it. Well, if you stop stealing our uh, toilet paper, we're going to afford to buy it. Hey, back to Tombstone real quick, because there's so many good I'm one-liners. Your I'm your is Huckleberry. That, is that your favorite one-liner? No. What's your favorite one-liner that you can say on air for Tombstone? Mine is, mine is when he's talking about Johnny Ringo. And he said, what is he so mad about? And he says, being born. 
That's such a good line. I, I like what what uh I like when um Doc Holliday challenges Ike to a spelling contest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a spelling contest. My my, my favorite's when uh they're they're in the saloon and uh, he says uh, something like you, you must be Doc Holliday and he's like that's the rumor. That's the rumor. <laughs> I always love that. Oh line. boy, you even got in character. For that's that. good. I love westerns are my favorite genre. Titanic's my favorite movie. But westerns are my favorite genre. Like Titanic. Like, that is so like the greatest movie of all time. That Titanic. Oh my goodness! Man, okay. Well, let's let's, let's take a break. When we come back, let's 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 hit Leviticus. We'll be back right after this. Hey, listening audience! Thank you for tuning in to We Found Another Hour podcast. I want to take this opportunity to tell you about a great Christian education for your children. As uh, many of you are aware, at Grace Baptist Church, we began a ministry, a Christian private school uh, called Grace Baptist Academy. I'd love to invite you to check out uh, some more information about Grace Baptist Academy, especially as we walk through these unparalleled and unprecedented times of the year 2020. But as we uh, move toward 2021, we would love to have your pre-K-3 K-4 or kindergarten student to be a part of Grace Baptist Academy. If you'd like more information about that, please go to our website at www.gbcspringfield.org and uh, just follow the tab to Grace Baptist Academy. Enrollment is so easy and uh, I'll go ahead and tell you that uh, tuition is uh, very, very reasonable and it is, again, a great ministry uh, to lay a great foundation for a great future for your student. Again, Grace Baptist Academy, www.gbcspringfield.org. Okay, and we're back. I'm glad to like move down a biblical stream simply because I guess we've all uh, revealed our revile. You know, I don't think any movie that that we mentioned, maybe Brother Michael's Disney. Uh, but I think all the movies we mentioned like have bad ratings, uh, like R ratings, something like that. So uh, we watch the TV versions of those. Movies. Yes. yes. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, that's, that's very. Good. Like well, you know, that. we do say at our church we are real people, connecting yeah. real faith with real life. I mean, we're real. We're real. Oh, people. that's catchy. Yeah. We should put that as a motto or something. It's like a slogan. How long have you been here, man? That is our motto. <laughs> So uh, we are real people uh, who watch uh, real rated R movies. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, we, we do, Brother David. We, we, we get that TV version. But um, it, it's classic. So Leviticus. Now I want to read the question uh, and our listener. Th- this is a great question. So um, let's dive in. So Leviticus 25 Verses 21 and 22. Here's here's what that passage said. Then I will so order my blessing for you in the sixth year that it will bring forth the crop for three years. When when you are sowing in the eighth year, you can still eat old things from the crop, eating the old until the ninth year when the crop comes in. And the question that they ask, again, that's from Leviticus chapter 25. And and we know that Leviticus, before I ask the question, Leviticus is just an unfolding of God's ordinances for his people. Uh, he called a nation unto himself through Abraham. And once Moses went in at the Exodus, uh, they were in Egypt for 400, uh, 430 years. And, and God sent Moses in with the, 
uh, the, the quest to get his people out and take them back to the promised land, that land that was in a covenant uh, given to Abraham and his descendants. But God set a nation apart literally to bring the whole world to come to know that there's one true God. And in that, uh, he, he set the nation apart from the rest of the world, from the rest of the pagan world who, who uh, served and worshipped multiple gods um, so that he could bring them to the understanding that there's only one God and mm-hmm. his name is Yahweh. His name is Jesus. His name, he, his name is above every name. Y'all going to get me preaching. But here's, here's the thing. In that, if we're going to be set apart, if his people are going to be set apart, then they have to have guidance in terms of being separated from the ways of the world, if you will. So God gave Moses, unfolded for him. Uh, there was already a law, a law established long before this, that Ten Commandments that is really a reiterating of what God already put on the human heart. I mean, you think about um, you know, God's moral code for all humanity for all time. It wasn't, it, it wasn't just given to Moses then. That's not when those Ten Commandments started. Uh, and, and many of the aspects of what's known as Levitical law, which I call Levitical ordinances, uh, you know, that had already happened too. We talked about sacrifices last night, uh, Brother David, in our class. And sacri- the sacrificial system was in place long before Moses wrote it down. I mean, we see that Noah got off the boat, sacrificed. We see way back Cain and Abel, the very first offspring of Adam and Eve, they, they brought the sacrifice. So that was already a part of the system. But God gave some ordinances basically to teach his people how to live set apart. And he said, this is how I want you to live because I want you to be different than the rest of the world and people be drawn to that so they'll be drawn to me. Mm-hmm. That's the whole purpose. So in Leviticus, this is Levitical law. And um, God had specific um, ways of doing things. And and as we read this question, or as we read this passage, you, he's talking about the sabbatical year or the Sabbath year. And basically from the land and farming, he wanted his people to take every seventh year off and do no farming. So and that's what he said. And he said, in the sixth year, I'm going to produce for you if you'll follow my law, I'll produce for you enough to sustain you through the year that you don't produce or you don't harvest. You don't grow and you don't reap and you don't harvest. And you'll have enough food. But the question becomes, after I read that now, the question becomes, do you think if farmers still did this today, would it be this way? In other words, if, if farming, the aggregate world out here, if if they took a sabbatical year, would, you know, how would that affect? And I, I think essentially what the listener is asking is, is these Levitical ordinances, if we still follow those, and again, Jesus came uh, not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. And when he's talking about that, Brother David, I, I believe he's talking about the Ten Commandments. Now, these Levitical ordinances you know, many of those have gone away, like such, you know, to eat. And Jesus himself, you know, uh, took those away. You, you remember Acts chapter 10, he told Peter, hey, listen, you know, I, I, all your life, Peter, Peter was a staunch or a staunch Jew. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, 
and, and Peter was so tore up about going to Cornelius's house to share the gospel with him because he was a Gentile. And, you know, there was food laws. There was all of this. And, and Jesus said, listen, um, don't, don't think like that anymore. Whatever I've made, I want you to eat. So Jesus even changed some of these ordinances, never changed the law. He, but these ordinances, some of these have come and gone. But I think the listener is asking, not only with farming, but some of these other ordinances, if we still followed those today, would they work? Would they work? So do you think if farmers took every seventh year off from farming, do you think that we would have enough food? This is a great question. I, I yeah. Brother Michael, dive in. You so I just want to clarify the question. Ahead. Clarify the question. The question is not, should we do this? The question is, would God honor it if we did? Is that correct? Is that what I, I'm... I, I think, I think okay. so. But I, I really think the question is, should we do it? So I think if the question is, should we do it? Um, no. Should we do it? No. But would God make it possible to sustain if we did and chose to honor him? Yes. Um, you know, Acts chapter 15 basically gives Gentiles, which is everybody here in the room, right, what we're supposed to do as believers. Obviously, we want to follow the law, the Ten Commandments. And then I believe he says, uh, abstain from anything that's going to be a stumbling block for your Jewish brothers and sisters and uh, be sexually pure. Well, here's what he says in Acts chapter 15. James, the brother of Jesus, who's the pastor of the church at Jerusalem, uh, Paul and Barnabas. Is it Barnabas that goes? I think so. I think so. All right, so Paul and Barnabas um, go to Jerusalem because the church at Antioch is having some problems. So they, they're just like, man, forget it. We're going to go. And, and sit down with other brothers and sisters. We're going back to the, to, to the home church and get some clarity on this. So they go and they're asking about, does a person, you know, have to basically be Jewish? You know, you had Judaizers in the church, but they're asking questions about, you know, salvation. And at the end of the day, James says, this is Jesus's brother, pastor of the church of Jerusalem. He said, here's my ruling on all this. He said, be, uh, and, and I don't have the passage in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing, mm -hmm. but he said, you know, abstain from sexual immorality and don't eat blood. Don't eat stuff that's sacrificed. No, don't eat blood. To, don't, just don't eat blood. Okay. Don't eat blood. Which is part of the law. Right. I, I, we, we had a debate around here whether it's wrong, a sin to eat a, um, a, a rare steak. And to my answer is yes. And there's silence. Silence. Did you want us to say something I don't care. I don't. Well, so, so what? At what? Point, I don't know how we got. At what point track. do you have freedom from from like medium rare, medium? So medium well. All, all as long as there's no blood, because so I, you got to have it. You got to have it well done and burnt to no, be pleasing I to mine, God. I I eat mine medium well. Well, I'm just not going to eat blood because even in the New Testament. In James's final ruling, he said, hey, don't sleep around, keep your pants up, and keep your steak cooked. 
keep your pants up and stay cool. I'll tell you what, we I might like need, that. We, never, like we, like we that. might need to change our church slogan. <laughs> that, that's a new forget the real people. Cook your steak, keep your pants on. I yeah. like that. That's uh-huh. easy. That's uh-huh. almost as easy as love God and love. I, bet, I so think one's more important than the other. Actually, okay. But let me let me just say this because this helped me a lot reading through the book of Leviticus. So what I want to do, I want to read Leviticus chapter 1, verse 1. Then I want to, want to read Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse well, 1. Well, hang on before you do that. Let's let's take a break. And then okay. you hit us with okay. Deuteronomy chapter 1 when we get back. And do not try to spell Deuteronomy. I won't. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church in Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about our church or any of its affiliates, please go online to www.gbcspringfield.org or simply write to us via email at podcast at gbcspringfield.org. We'd love to hear from you. Let's continue now listening as our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guest continue to give biblical insight to your toughest theological questions. All right, we're back. Brother Michael, hit us with Deuteronomy chapter 1. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to make a point, and then I want to connect it to your question, Brother Steve, is should we follow Levitical law? Okay, so Leviticus chapter 1, verse 1 says this. The Lord called Moses, and he spoke to him from the tent of meeting. So beginning of the book of Leviticus, Moses is standing outside of the tent of meeting and God is speaking to him. What is God telling him? You've already said this, but he is telling Moses, this is how sinful people are supposed to live in my presence. So the entire book of Leviticus, God is basically talking about three things. He's talking about rituals. He's talking about what priests are supposed to do. And he's talking about purity. And right in the middle of the book of Leviticus, he goes through the day of atonement. So God speaks to Moses from the tent of meeting. You look at Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, Numbers chapter 1, and here's what it says. The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness, in the tent of meeting. So from Leviticus to Numbers, Moses moves from outside of the tent to meeting to now he is inside the tent of meeting, talking to God. So the question is, what is it for believers today that allows us to live inside right with God's presence? Is it the law or is it something else? It's Jesus. Sure, it's Jesus. So I'm going with should a believer follow Levitical law? Is it, you know, required? I'm saying follow Jesus. Right. Well, and again... You know, in that question and the framing of the question, it's not really should we follow Levitical law, is that should we implement some of the practices of Levitical law? We know that only Jesus can save. So uh, Levitical law was never designed to save anyone. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, there's a difference to me between Levitical law and Levitical ordinances. But in the, and really the question becomes, do, you know, would... If we still did some, there was a reason why God wanted his people to do it. One, to be set apart. But two, we have to understand that through the things that God did and and and, and ordained his people to do, it put his power on display. Do you think in this day and time or that day and time that anybody would have stopped thinking about producing and consuming? I mean, we, we've always been producers and consumers from the inception of time. So do you think in the world standpoint uh, that they thought it'd be a good idea 
to take a rest Absolutely from producing not. commercial. It would have been it would have been suicide, literally. Well, what about? Yeah. I mean, in the same today. So the it's, it's proven if you lay ground out, it it's more fertile. Okay. We make we have made that up with uh, with fertilizers and things like that, certainly. But here, here's where I get on this issue. At, at, if you take some of these and you don't take others, you're picking and choosing which ones you choose that to, to think God has to come through on and others that God evidently doesn't care about. So what about Leviticus 19 about tattoos? What about Leviticus 19 that says kill the homosexual? What about So what do you take and what do you don't take? Do you think if we do it, it turns us into modern-day Pharisees? Absolutely. Even more than well, what we already are. Yeah, And I think, that, I think that would be the danger. I absolutely believe that. In fact, there's a group of Messianic Jews who are doing just that. They're, they're co-mingling the Old Testament law with uh, Messianic uh, belief, and they're developing a legalism, uh, a hybrid, and it, it's not a productive thing in my opinion because the, the greatest power exhibited by God is the power of the cross. Sure. And if that doesn't, if that power is not good enough, there's no power good enough. Brother Kevin, what's your thoughts? Well, I want to be, I want to be careful to not set up the Old and New Testament opposition. When I, I'm not saying that's what anybody here is doing. I'm just saying for me, I'm not. I want to be careful not to say uh, the Old and New Testament uh, uh, teach different ways of salvation or anything like that. Salvation has always been by grace through faith right. and the promise of God. Yeah. Amen. And so uh, when I come to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the way I see it is that this is part of a covenant, right? This is part of a contract that God made with the people who came out of Egypt, and he made this at Mount Sinai. All of this is a a part of this covenant. And so the question of should we do this this, uh, agricultural practice today, well, Maybe it's not a bad idea. We do, we do, are in the ha- we are in the habit of practicing a Sabbath. Right, that's a weekly thing. Um, but as far as this, this was a specific covenant made with a specific group of people, of which we are not precisely a part of, Amen. because this was the Jews who were in Egypt who came out. Now, the the reason, as, as Brother Steve mentioned a minute ago, the reason this is so people could see them and say, "Hey, God is doing something amazing in their midst," and they must have. A relationship with the true God, but we as Gentiles and not being slaves in Egypt aren't part of the this specific covenant. Now there are some eternal things, right? Don't murder, only worship God, don't commit adultery. Those types of things that we're still to obey today. But I don't think we're still to obey uh, something like this because this is specifically part of that covenant at that specific time with that specific group of people. Well, these ordinances again were were uh, specifically designed to set people apart from the rest of that aggregate world. So they wouldn't take time off. So when we come to the question, should we? I think the obvious answer is no, because we're, we're not obligated to these ordinances. Now, we're obligated to the law, and the law is the Ten Commandments. Right. But and we're the, not obligated yes, to, the, yes. to, to the ordinances. Yeah. However, here, when I think about a sabbatical year, when I think about Sabbath period. I do want to emphasize that one, a Sabbath, not the Sabbath, a Sabbath. If you want a distinction on that, you can listen to my sermon because I 
from this past week because I or, or the week before because I clearly expound on that. Okay, there is a difference between this the Sabbath and a Sabbath, but when we have to remember that a Sabbath is in the law, the Ten Commandments. I think that we as God's Some people before. often forget. Okay, that six days you shall labor, and the seventh is a is a day set apart. Okay, it's a day set apart. So, and we also have to remember why God gave us that. So, not only were these ordinances ordinances designed to put God's power on display, because nobody, everybody would have thought just like they would today. Everybody would think we're crazy if we said, "Okay, there's a law." We're going to implement a law across the land that there'll be no farming mm -hmm. on the seventh year. Every, everybody in the whole world would think that we're nuts out. Yeah. Okay. But there was no different back then. They're like, well, what are they doing? That bunch of, they would think they're a bunch of lazy people, whatever. But, and then they would say, they're going to starve to death, but yet they didn't. The laws right. of nature were established and they didn't know it. So the reality is in this, <clears throat> that God gave these ordinances so that the world could see him, but he also gave them these ordinances for their own benefit. That's exactly what a Sabbath is all about. It is a rest. So when you rest from, from your work on the seventh day, and then when you rest your land, when you rest, it, it, it's a twofold benefit. The question is, if farmers did this today, would it work the same way? And here's the thing. Should we do it? We don't have to. Could we do it? Yes. My, my answer is yes. And would, would it work? And I would say yes. I'm going to go with yes on would it work too, just simply because I feel like any time God's people gather together and say, we're going to honor God, you never find God saying, nah, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah. Great instance, right? Like what's closed on Sunday that God has absolutely blessed their socks off? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, baby. Chick-fil-A. Love Chick-fil-A. It beats Popeye's, even though I love Popeye's. Well, Popeye's but I mean, that Chick-fil-A, man, <laughs> it is so Here's good. the deal. Popeye's has got the girth, but to me, it's just not quality. It's just not the quality. Does Popeyes, size matter? Oh, size matters on a chicken sandwich. I think size matters, period. But I do think that Chick-fil-A will always beat Popeyes just because that Chick-fil-A sauce. Well, I mean, when you got size and the sauce, here, that's the key. Here's the that's bottom the line, guys. Size when, we're talking about, when we're talking about chicken, I mean, here's the common denominator with every preacher. You cannot be called in the ministry if you don't like chicken. Maybe. Come on. Not. Some Come truth on. to that. i got to give it to you. Yeah. I mean, Brother David, do you? How do you like your chicken? Fried. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, Brother Michael. How, how best do you like your chicken? I mean, I love it all. Fried. I mean, but, I like fried best. I mean, you only do you like anything day. that's not fried? I, honestly, I can't think of. I mean, I'm not even kidding. I can't think of a single thing that's fried that I don't like. Really? If it's fried, I can eat just about anything, even a tomato, even a tomato. Or a pickle. You don't like tomato like I don't like own? tomatoes or pickles. Oh, dude. I, but I could, I can stomach them if they're fried. It, like, how did we get derailed from Leviticus to Chick-fil-A? We're just, talking about God honoring. I just, read a, I just listened to a podcast that was on uh, I don't listen how Chick-fil-A grew during a pandemic and how to add value 10 times results and why sales are controllable as cost. 
because Chick-fil-A's philosophy is much more than about chicken and sauce at mm-hmm. this point. It's about an experience, and they've tapped yeah. into that, and they're blowing all the You know what I was away. thinking about? If we, we could get everybody in the U.S. vaccinated in two weeks, if we just called Chick-fil-A and said, hey, Turn all of your Chick Fil A's into, va- into vaccination sandwich. hubs. It'd be done. Or in just weeks. no, vaccinate the put an injection into the chicken. <laughs> there you go, pumped up chicken. Ooh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Hide the vaccination yes. in the chicken. Yes. Um, and you know that way we could buy into some of the conspiracy theories. Of, yes. Of, At negative you know, thirty-seven hey, degrees maybe, Celsius, biting into cold. a vaccine. Chicken well, wouldn't sandwich. that be a good bite? Wouldn't that be a good It'd be bite? Your last bite. I'm pretty we sure had a great. A great uh, episode, guys. Thank you for being part of this and answering questions. If you have questions, uh, listen to the outro. I have to tell you how to send in your questions, and maybe we might get to them, or, well, we may not, you know. Um, But if the most important question is, are you saved? Do you have a relationship with Jesus, the creator and master of the universe, who so desperately longs to have a relationship. He is so emphatically in love with you. And we'd love to tell you how you can have a relationship. And we want to help you strengthen uh, your fellowship. So if you have questions, we want to answer those questions. Uh, We want to talk to you. So listen to the outro. It'll tell you how to get in touch with us. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. Listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation. Please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, if you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless you.